Anyway, let's see. Okay. <laughs> We're here. We're ready. Um, are we recording? Yes. Good. We have been. Because I think I don't know. No, I just started. Oh, because never mind. I did some research. Yay! Do some research. Very basic level research, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about the LGBTQ community in Japan. As it is Pride Month. As it is Pride Month. Yes, exactly. Um, and I just want to preference that this is on the Wikipedia page because I just wanted to, I guess, learn a lot about the LGBTQ community because it's not really talked a lot about in anime. Definitely. Shine um, a little bit of light on it. Yeah. And obviously, just want to preference, I am white. I am American. <laughs> Um, if you do actually want to learn, you know, more about the Japanese culture and history, you know, definitely do your research. Um, you know, like don't, don't use this episode as your research <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, let's be in. So, um, same sex marriage is not legal in Japan at all. Yeah, you know how I know that? How? Queer Eye. Really? really? Remember when they went Did, to Japan? Oh, I, I never watched that one. Oh, you didn't? No. I learned that when I watched Queer Eye because um, the person that they were making over was engaged to somebody from the UK, and he talked about his struggle and not being accepted because it's not legal there. Yeah. So he ended up actually getting married, I believe, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see that they did make it legal in 2009 for couples to, like, fly to a different country that does have, like, legalized it so they can get married and they can fly back. And then it's, like, legal, I guess. Damn. I don't really know how that works, but they do that, so that's good. Um, So Not good. Not not good, but, like, you (laughs) know. Definitely not good. No. But it's a step. Yeah. 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 Um, So Japan is the only country in the G7 that does not legally recognize same-sex unions in any form. Mm. In March 2021, a district court in Sapporo ruled that a country's non-recognition of same-sex marriage is unconstitutional under the Constitution of Japan. So it doesn't have any immediate action. Mm-hmm. to legalize it but it does it is a good step in the right direction to kind of i guess give a nice push sure. to legalize it sure the same sex sexual activity was criminalized only briefly in japan's history between 1872 and 1880 um wow. i guess they were it like, was only criminalized then yep okay and i guess 1880 they were like you know what let the gays <laughs> do it um so strange same-sex couples and households Headed by same-sex couples are ineligible for legal protections available to opposite-sex couples. Although since 2015, some cities and prefectures offer symbolic partnership certificates to recognize the relationships of same-sex couples. Japan's culture and major religions do not have a history or hostility towards homosexuality. So it's just Mm. us Christians that are psychopaths? True. So us Christians? I mean, I'm, I'm not, not a Christian. No, no. I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm saying white culture sure, is sure. the only, you know what I mean? Yeah. A majority of Japanese citizens are reportedly in favor of accepting homosexuality. There was a 2019 poll indicating that 68% agreed that homosexuality should be accepted by society, while 22% disagreed. Um, I feel like that's still kind of low. It's Yeah. It but also, low. like, I don't really know. Well, like, I was going to say, I wonder what it is here. Yeah, exactly. So, like, because I'm sure it's And still most kind of, of it has got too. to be the younger generation. Yes. And for sure. I'm sure the 22% is definitely the lower. Yeah. That's, you know, my understanding, at least. A law allowing transgender individuals to change their legal gender post sex reassignment surgery and sterilization was passed in 2003. Um, in 2003? Wow. Yeah. So discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity is banned in some cities, including Tokyo. There is a Rainbow Pride in Tokyo. So that's cool. They've been, it's been held annually since 2012, with attendance increasing every year. A 2015 opinion poll found a majority of Japanese supported the legalization of same-sex marriage. Further opinion polls conducted over the following years have found high levels of support for same-sex marriage among the Japanese public, most notably the younger generation. However, a 2022 survey over 10,000 LGBT people in Japan found that 38% have been harassed or assaulted. Oh Same-sex couples are not allowed to legally adopt in Japan. Lesbian couples and single women are unable to access IVF 
and artificial insemination. Really? Yep. In April wow. 2017, Osaka officially recognized a same-sex couple as foster parents, making it the first such case in Japan. Mm. Wow. You said 2019? 2017. 2017. Wow. As of 2021, <clears throat> sexual orientation and gender identity are not protected by national civil rights laws, which means that LGBT Japanese have very few legal resources when faced with discrimination in such areas as employment, education, housing, healthcare, and banking. According to a 2018 Dentsu Diversity Lab survey, more than 65% of questioned LGBT people say that they had not come out to anyone at work or home. So I also have in February 2015, the ward of Shibuya announced plans to establish a partnership system that would recognize same-sex couples for situations such as hospital visits and mm-hmm. shared renting of apartments. Wow. But that's like Shibuya is just one part of Tokyo. Yeah. So like like there's like really small laws that do help protect, you know, that community. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it's like it's almost nothing on like a national level. Right. I mean, it was relatively recent that we here in the United States yeah. made it legal mm-hmm. on yeah. the nations, you know, nationwide. Yeah. For them to get married, at least. Mm-hmm. And I know I've done plenty of papers about this in, in college where, you know, the the spouse of whoever can't visit them in the hospital because they're not viewed as a spouse. They're not viewed as right. immediate family. Yeah. So, I guess they're not, I mean, they are a little bit behind us, I think. Yes. But not far, I don't think. No. I mean, like, yeah, the United States is honestly doing nothing to protect almost anybody. No. So, but yeah, there was, there's a lot more on here. So I definitely encourage. Thank you for doing that research. Yeah. I definitely encourage people to, you know, give it a read, do your research. And also just research, like, different countries besides Japan of, like, you know, what's going on in the world. It's always, you know, important Yeah, to I think, educate yourself on I think it. it goes to say that, like, LGBTQ people have always been around since the beginning of yeah. time. Yes. And some of your favorite manga or anime creators. Identify either, with that. I either identify with it, know somebody that does. Uh, and it's important to acknowledge that because you can't really fully acknowledge art until you acknowledge the artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really good to bring light and shine light on uh, a topic that we think that we love and we support. And we want to make sure that our voice as a podcast is heard, that no matter who you are, you are loved and supported and we're here for you and we're allies. Yes, definitely. And we wanted to bring up a few different charities that you could donate to, specifically for Japan. I know in America, we here we have the Trevor Project, which is one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. I know you can always donate. They have a hotline. We just, again, we just did a preliminary Google search for these charities, and I will put them in the um, show notes, the Spotify bio. I will put links to some of these so we can, you know, hopefully shine a little bit more light on them and you know, help out people in Japan if, if they need it. So one of them that I found was stonewalljapan.org. Another one was tokyomentalhealth.com, which seems like it might be similar to the Trevor Project where there might be a hotline of some kind. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's resources mm-hmm. uh, in Japan for mental health for LGBTQ members. There is JAL, Japan yes. Alliance for LGBT Legislation. Uh, and that's lgbtetc.jp. Um, that's the website, and that's a corporate profile for the alliance of the LGBTQ community. That's awesome. So we definitely recommend, especially during Pride Month, but always just reach out to support the LGBTQ community at all times, obviously. But especially now during Pride Month, um, we wanted to shine a little bit of light on there. Yeah, for our lgbtq listeners and our allies and our you know just the community in its entirety rock paper scissors shoot Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Host Club. I am your host, Kelsey, and here with me I have Sydney. Hi. And I have Beth. Hey. And today, for Pride Month, we are talking about a movie called <laughs> Stranger by the Shore. It's about the gays. The gays. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. And uh, yeah, we watched it. It was an hour long. And we're going to talk about it now. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into it, shall we? We um, shall. I'm actually very super excited. I So I looked this up. This is actually a manga. It's oh, okay. It's four volumes, and it's actually something that I want to read now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where to find it, though. Haven't oh, done really? that far well, of research about yet. To find out. It's interesting that it's only four volumes because it was only an hour long. Fifty-eight I wish minutes it was longer. I do too. And I just have to like I'm not. This is not making it a bad movie for me. I just need to realize we, that anime movies jump right into things. We missed a lot of context. Yeah. Yes. So I actually read uh, a review by somebody who watched this and they were severely disappointed. Really? Because they were like, oh, yeah, this movie just geared towards fan service. Mm. And the people who read the manga get it, but the people who are watching it who've never read it just don't get it. And so that's what prompted me to want to read the manga to kind of compare and contrast. But I thought it was such a beautiful movie. I I thought it was really cute. I didn't think it was fan service at all. No. I thought they handled it very well. They did. I mean, yeah, for squeezing four volumes into an hour movie, yeah. it's not bad. I do wish that beginning, they could have elongated it a little bit more yeah. for them to like kind of develop just, a, a yeah. little yeah, bit of a relationship. Yeah, because he came back, he came back and he's like, I, I love you. <laughs> I, I love you. I've waited three years for you. Which, I love yeah. you. And he's Which, like, oh my God. <laughs> especially knowing in the Japanese culture, they... Very rarely say I love you. Yeah. Yes. So maybe they just translated it. Because did you guys watch sub or dub? Oh, dub. we watched dub, yeah. Okay, me too, because I watched Dun Kelsey's, so I think I just <laughs> watched the same one. But so maybe that was just like a translation, and maybe they mm. say it differently in the sub. I'm not sure. But right. definitely knowing that in Japanese culture, they don't really say I love you all that much like those words like they say it differently well I'm confused because in the beginning Mio first he was like um you're creepy stop staring at me like he kind of like you felt like he was like I'm not into you no definitely um but then like three years go by like I kind of just wish that there was like some type of transition for him like not admitting to himself that he's Yes. You know, and then, like, him realizing, like, oh, I am. Yeah. Because in the movie, he says, I didn't realize I was gay until, like, I met you. Right. But we didn't see that realization at all. That kind of happened off screen. Yeah. There was no real in-between him leaving. There was, like, very short amount of time between yeah. him leaving. and So do we want to touch upon, like, the basis of the story oh, really yeah, quick? Oh, yeah, we should probably talk about what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So... What's the main guy's name? Shun. Shun. Mm-hmm. I always thought they were just going to say Shu. And I was like, <laughs> honestly, I'm here for it. So Shun just one day sees this boy sitting on a bench and is like. Or you could say a stranger. By the shore. By the shore. <laughs> sitting That's on a true. bench. That's true. But doesn't he kind of know him? Doesn't he like. Well, it's a small He recognizes island. him. It's a, Well, his. Was his mom? Someone was like, "Oh, they he used that to come in lady. with his mom all the time, mm-hmm. yeah, into their their restaurant or whatever." Yeah. So he's right. You said it's kind of a small island, so that he recognizes him, but he recognizes him in a different light this time, and he's like, mm, "I'm interested." In- yeah, you know what's. Kelsey and I were sitting there, and I was like, please tell me this man is 19. I know. Please be 19. is only 17, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Right. Uh Uh-oh. But that's also a theme that you see in Japanese culture. Yes. Yeah. So more than likely, I mean, that's why I want to read the manga, because maybe there's some insight onto Mm -hmm. his age. More than likely, Kelsey and I were like, yeah, he's probably 27. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're always 27. True. So he's... He... Every now and then is, you know, just can't stop thinking about this boy and is always, like, kind of watching him and... Creepy watching him. I mean, yeah, but... Mm -hmm. So he approaches... Well, he notices that he's sitting on this bench by the shore and 
the next day comes and Shun is now sitting on the bench and he's like, all the kids are going to school and the um, Mio walks by and he's like, oh, I noticed that you sit here every now and then or whatever. Shun walked by. Shun was sitting on the bench. Yeah. And Mio walked by. Shun is reading the newspaper and Mio Shun, walked by. Ah! Shun, Shun is the author. Yes, never mind. And Mio is the kid with the black hair. Yes. Got it. Luffy. Luffy. Yeah. Well, Deku. Yes. That's and Armin. Voice too. of Deku. Deku, Deku and Armin. Yeah. Um, so he's sitting on the bench and he's like, oh, I noticed that you sit here sometimes. And he's just, Mio just walks right by, doesn't even look at him, doesn't. And so he's like... Okay, so then not much else happens. He goes back and he's like, Mio yells at him and is like, you're being creepy, stop watching me. Like, it's weird yeah. and annoying, please stop. So then Shun is like, ah, fuck, okay, and kind of like leaves him alone. And then Mio finds his place of residence <laughs> somehow. Well, because Shun had given him bread. Oh, that's right. And Mio at one point was like, why are you giving me this? And he was oh, like, yeah. And he's like, oh, because, like, you know, and then he's like, it's creepy, leave me alone. And then mm-hmm. he comes back to the place to apologize. Yeah. So yeah. he apologizes to. For yelling at him. Shun. Yeah. And they have, like, a very quick little almost summer fling. Like, I don't even know how long it happened. No. But it felt like a day. I think it was. Okay. Most likely. Because then they end up, they have, like, a, you know, regular good old time hanging out. Yeah. And they end up on the bench again and they're holding hands and it's super cute. And Mio is like, I'm leaving for another orphanage because his mom had died and we don't really know much about his dad, but we see little flashbacks with his mom. He was super close with his mom. It seems like his dad died like before he was even born. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he's like, I'm leaving to another orphanage. Uh, Sorry. And then he leaves and... Well, what's really sweet about this is that, like, he asks for his cell phone number and he's like... Oh, I don't Basically, have one. yeah, he's like, I'm too poor to have one. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, but can I call you when I get there? And we just assume that he doesn't call him. Yeah, because yeah. we get we get pushed forward to three years, three later. years later and the... Is it his mom? It's someone that is, like, also living in this building is like there's a new tenant coming in and there's two other girls that used to live there and they're moving out. So yeah. Shun is like, get out of here already. Like just joking with them or whatever. And yeah. Then Mio walks in and he's like, wait, are you the new tenant? And then the girls are like behind him and he's like, oh, because they know that he like had a crush on this kid from three years ago. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we planted the seed kind of thing. Like, yeah. Uh, so he moves in and... Well, he's very forward from the get-go. He is. Yes. He goes... Which is a total 180, I feel yeah. like. Well, so, I mean, well, we can get into that afterwards. But um, because he he's like, I came back for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so Mia shows up and is basically like, hi, I love you. <laughs> Remember me? I love you. Yeah. We um, see a very different change in... Shun. Well, in both in both of them, really, yeah. Yeah. Um, they kind of swap places, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just kind of get eventually Shun breaks down and they end up together. They which do. there was a super cute scene where they they went to the mainland because Shun was writing a book and he had to send it out that day. So he sent he went to the mainland to send it out by air and the girls were like, Mia, why don't you? go with him Mm -hmm. and he's like oh i have to work and they're like it's okay we can cover your shifts and i'm like do you even work there yeah i was thinking (laughs) that too i was like you can't just show up for someone do you even just work there i don't know maybe maybe they do though we just missed yeah i think they they did because i think that in order to live there it's like a room and board thing got you got you have to work there yeah so you see them all have dinner in the very beginning so obviously they have connection there and they probably mm-hmm. know that grandma lady and they're like yeah we're just yeah we got it yeah that that's sense. true so they both go to the mainland together they're on the boat and mio says something like i came back for you basically right and mm-hmm. shun is like you'd be better off with a girl like why or why are you doing this mm-hmm. but like so nonchalant mm-hmm. and yeah. mio is like what the fuck did you but just at the say? same time you also see him jealous because you see girls flirting with mio and then Shun yeah. is like, 
I saw yeah. you at the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. He's like talking oh, to girls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Role. yeah. So he's like, you'd be better off with, you know, just get a girlfriend. You're like, you'd be better off that way. Yeah. And so then they get off the boat and Mio's all mad, rightfully so. Right. And is walking away and Shun's like, where are you going? And he's like, I'll meet up with you later or whatever. Mio's like, I'll meet up with you later. And so they both do their own running around or whatever. And Mio calls Shun and mm-hmm. is like, I love you and I can't stop thinking about you and all I want to do is be with you and like pouring his heart out to Shun on the phone well before that I love how he was asking advice from like oh from that lady from an older Mm -hmm. he they looked trans to me Okay. But I don't actually know that. I'm not sure. But I love that he was looking for advice. Yeah. He, just he was didn't like, really know. Do, do you like men? Yeah. Because <laughs> he was like, I really just didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Didn't know how to. Yeah. Um. So Shun is like, all of a sudden he's like, where are you? <laughs> and he like tells him or whatever. And he goes, goes to find him. And then they're like rushing away. Uh, Shun is like pulling Mio and Mio's like where the fuck are we going? And then they end up in a hotel. Uh, Shun runs into like a little hotel and there's obviously like whispers. Everyone's whispering around them like yeah. what's going on over there and the typical. Um, and they get into the room and Shun just max on Mio and I was like hell yeah dude. Smooches. Listen. I have never watched an anime where you can hear the, the, oh, the, yeah. the lip no, smacking. I, I never thought that that was a sound that I didn't like until <laughs> I heard oh, it. Dude, I, well, knew. I don't I don't like the sound of people chewing. Me neither. No. I mean, it makes me literally I, insane. I think it's fine, but I know that you don't like it. Yeah, like, I I cannot be next to like somebody. That, and honestly, them chill. it didn't bother me. I was going insane. I was like, I'm so glad I watch anime where people are kissing and that you don't. You or just, there's like other stuff happening behind the scenes. Yeah, like, and you don't really hear. You know, there's background noise that you don't really hear it. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Like the worst thing that yeah. could have ever happened. I was, yeah. It took away from a beautiful moment. I was yeah. like, "Stop making those noises!" Yeah, stop it, stop <laughs> it. So we basically get a little peek into Shun and his internal struggle mm-hmm. at, in that moment, um, because he's like kind of pouring his heart out now to Mio, and he's like, "You should just have a girlfriend." Like that's why I said that. Like it'd just be easier if you had a girlfriend. But I can't stop thinking about you. So they hug. And they're just together. And and Mio just really wants to bang. He really at does. This point. <laughs> but I think it's because, like, he's just young. He's never done yeah. it before. Yeah. Well, and I think because he had that instant, like, he already knew that he loved Shun. You know yes. what I mean? So I feel like he was already there yes. with Shun. And but Shun's Shun like, I haven't slept in three days because I've been writing. So yeah. I'm just, I'm going to He asleep. also has never slept with a man. Yeah. And Mio has. Right. So I think that's another thing, too. Yeah. That made him a little hesitant. But I think it felt like, to me, at least, that both of them, like, he, Mio loved Shun so much that he wanted to do it so much. And then yeah. Shun loved Mio so much that he was, like, nervous about it. You know what I mean? Like, on the other end of it and was nervous about it because he loved him so much. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I don't know. That's just what I thought. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's a really beautiful story. I liked, I mean, I think we'll say this probably with every anime movie that we review. I wish it was a 12 episode series. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff missing. A lot of stuff. Um, Because obviously there's themes of like how Shun is not comfortable with his own sexuality. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. And how Mio's comfort level with his sexuality is like a direct reflection of everything he wants to be, which makes him push away Mio more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, and Shun struggles because of his family, too. So we, yeah. we learn that he was engaged before to mm-hmm. a woman, yep. which basically was a cover up. And dude, I thought that this girl was going to kill Mio. I, she looked like a psychopath at first. I I didn't like her in the beginning, and then I liked her. Well, they and didn't I give didn't her a like personality. Her. No, they no, didn't. It's not even that. Like they didn't really. I didn't like her in the end because she was so. She was like, kiss she's me, like, kiss me, kiss yeah. me goodbye. And I was like, why would you do that in front of you? you yeah, had, like you the, just had a conversation. She with had Mio. a moment with Mio. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're both talking about Shun and how they both love Shun, and Mio is. Honestly, being the bigger person and is like, I see that you love him, but yeah, you know, all this stuff. And then right in front of Mio is like, 
Give me a kiss one last time. I think that, I mean, maybe I'm looking too much into it, but you get obviously those people who believe that they can change you. Yeah. Like, she couldn't let go of Like, I can make you Mm -hmm. ungay. Yeah. 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 She's like, if you kiss me, one last time, it's either closure for me or suddenly you realize that right. you actually love me. Right. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is, I, I do kind of appreciate that we saw her side of the story too, though, because it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming to be in yeah, that position. Like, I, I feel bad for her. Yeah. Like, you know. To be in love with someone that will never love you. And it's not really but it's, your fault. Yeah. You know? But it's not fair to Shun no, that she put no. that on Oh, him. no. Definitely not. not. Um because in one of the reasons why the biggest reason why it's not fair is because it's not like she wasn't she didn't know she knew right she did know and she yeah. still went well, through and still put him through all that yeah and she knew almost from the very beginning I mean they were they were childhood friends like when they were toddlers yeah but then they show a scene where they're in high school and he's checking out this guy and it seems like she knows that he oh she does that he is interested in him so she's like why don't you say something to him and he's like i can't Mm -hmm. june's got a type yeah he does it's all it's all black-haired people 100 percent. his dad looks like his type yeah i was like (laughs) damn he's got daddy problems well yeah he does and like listen i'm just saying the dad was hot but he was also homophobic no well no 100 percent. i'm just saying you always go for someone that looks like your dad Ew, don't say that. I said that before on this podcast. He doesn't look like your dad. No, but he has glasses and a beard. Oh, that's, that's my type. <laughs> that's my type. And glasses type. and a beard. Um. <laughs> anyway, I also, listen, I don't think he should have gone to see his dad. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck I, that shit. Your I, dad didn't accept you. Yeah. Like, rotten fucking pieces. I mean, really. Why, I, why did you the, have to go see your dad? First thing I gotta say is... I will never have an experience as an LGBTQ person. Right. And having parents or loved ones who don't accept you. Mm-hmm. And it has to take a tremendous amount I can't even imagine. of yeah. patience and kindness and compassion in order to be able to forgive the people who are so hateful towards you. Well, and it's hard, too, because you're going through this traumatic experience of figuring out who well, you yeah. even are and you shouldn't have no even support. be traumatic no yeah but right. you're you're going through this this really hard time in in your mind in your own mind and you're having everyone around you yeah. just Who's, mirror that yeah. honestly so i i kind of agree i i the dad sucked he should not have gone back to see him yeah and like i also understand that japan is very family oriented yeah. so you know family is very important there yeah yeah. Um. So obviously, like it's. But you know, it had culture. it had to take so much for him I to can't. even leave. It takes a lot of forgiveness. Yeah. And I like how I can't imagine the scene that played out when Shun actually got there. Oh, but I know. I really think that there's a big part of it because Mio encouraged him to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, there's probably more to the story that we don't know. But I do think it's like a it's the fact that he is going back to his dad. I think is an acceptance of himself. Yeah. Plus, to yeah, show that's it true. With Mio. With Mio. Yeah. yeah. And be like, take me as you are or die. Yeah. Literally. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and die. Yeah. But, I mean, because that probably will be the last time that. Yeah. So you have to face you have to look at me and accept that, that fact that I yeah. am authentic to myself yeah and this yeah. is who i love yeah. yeah there was another part i don't remember who said it i feel like it was shun but he was like there's so much in this world that we can fight about and we're choosing yes we're choosing love who people love yeah i actually is, really liked that part i wrote that down because it's going to be a caption for the instagram okay great uh, I love because that. that like when you were talking about in the very like in the intro I wanted to bring that up, but I thought I'd save it for the yeah. actual yeah. Film. All the things to fear in the world, and we choose love. Yeah, so like, that well was good. Said. That's a banger of a quote. It right there. really is. Yeah. That like really like that says everything it needs to say. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I think it's so crazy because in this movie, Shun has a whole network of like people in his life mm-hmm. who love and accept him for who he is and mm-hmm. he's still struggling yeah. like that cute little lesbian couple yeah i wasn't sure if they were together or not but i'm pretty sure they are i thought they were they gave the vibe they yeah. gave a lesbian yeah. vibe well yeah because they were ta- there was a t- point where they were talking and she was like you do this all the time at home or whatever so i kind of assumed yeah but. yeah so it's i think that the 
he's a very complex character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of shows a difference between like a generational thing. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the fact that Mio came back and he's out and proud and loud and Shun is like, you can't do that. Like, yeah. you know, like don't push it back, push it back. Because he, I mean, he alluded to like experiences where it's like, oh, it's it's easier just to be with a woman. Right. Yeah. Because well, yeah, he always overhears his classmates saying like, oh my God, is he a homo or something like that? Yeah, I hope he doesn't yeah. hit me on yeah. hit, hit on me. And, yeah. 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 And so he also stated that, like, most of his crushes were his friends. Yep. So he didn't want to ruin anything mm-hmm. and out himself on it. Yeah, so. I think it would have been nice to see a little bit of how Mio grew up in those three years. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's the, what I was saying. The, experience he, the experiences he had in order to make him so comfortable yeah. in his skin. I don't know. Like, I want to know what happened. Well, he obviously went to a larger, more populated place. Yeah. Uh and I mean, typically, if you live in a more populated place with a lot more, how do you say, <laughs> diversity, mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. something happens. Something changes so in you. If you live in the middle of nowhere where two people can decide everything about yeah. how everyone thinks. Yep. Well, and we kind of get, I mean, we get very very little about Mio and like his experience but you find out that he has had sex with a girl and he has had sex with a guy yep. <laughs> so that is just kind of like that much more than Shun because he hasn't been able to yo, come to terms with himself can we talk about how Shun was like yo you need to top me because I'm a <laughs> yo, that entire sex scene I was like what why? <laughs> what is happening? I, I I just accepted it. I was like, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> no, like, so did I. But, like, like while they were doing it, Beth and I were like, wait, like, what? Yeah. We're, we don't know what how. What position is this? I, because it didn't look like, it, yep. like, it I knew like he okay. was, like, shoulder to shoulder with him. Yeah, yeah. I, I know was like, but it how had to be missionary. Yes. But I didn't see his legs anywhere. It and, had to and be straddled. looked like. It looked like it was like two people standing next to each other, shoulder yeah, to shoulder. Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, I was like, the logistics. Either he's got the largest penis, <laughs> yeah, and he can actually obtain what? that. I, I was love, like, God damn! I love the part where they're just hugging, and Mio is like, he's already getting shit done. I don't know yeah. what's happening. Oh, I think he's on top of him, and he was jerking. Okay, him off. yeah. I just was not sure because they were just hugging, and Mio is making all these noises, and then he's like nuts. done or whatever, and Shun is like. Like, well, you just came, so yeah, <laughs> I need to come. Yeah, honestly, though, that was I loved that. But then I thought it was really cute. I mean, I don't have a lot of experience watching any any anime in general. This was, I think, my very first experience watching an anime with a sex scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with like an actual sex scene, an like an actual like, sex. Scene. I feel like they lead up to it, kind of like they do in Hollywood. They lead up to it, and then you just assume what else yeah, happens. Yeah. Exactly. Fair enough. So this was the very first one where, like, somebody was like, "I'm inside." And I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) I was like, my heart's palpitating. I know, right? Um, But I thought it was really cute that it showed kind of the the people that they were because Mm -hmm. Mio, at the same time, he was like, you prepped for this? You're going to have to teach me how you did it because I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And Shun was like, okay, okay, okay. He's like, like, I'm just trying to fucking come. Please stop talking to me. Stop talking about the weather. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because Mio was more experienced with it, I think that's probably why he, I mean, he also was like, I mean, they talked about, you know, while they, while it was happening, he was like, you know, are you okay? Like Mm -hmm. it it showed how much they cared about each other. And I was kind of nervous that Shun was going to be like, no, but he was like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, don't stop. But I was like, hell yeah, Shun. Get it, dude. Yeah. Good for them. All I could think though is like, that grandma's going to be here now. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. I mean... It was like, the grandma hears everything. We didn't hear them be too loud. They and were, what we yeah, saw... Yeah, they were, like, planking I mean, each other. I mean, Mio was Did you just not... say planking each other? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's what it looked like. They just looked like they were laying. They were. He they had were to have cuddling. the biggest dick. I'm telling Probably. you. Probably. And Shun... Or Shun has to be the most flexible person in the world. Yeah. And probably both. You know, good for but fucking them. Honestly? Good really? for them. Am I jealous? I loved it. Yes. Honestly? It's fine. It was great. I loved it. All good. For it to be our first 
It did. It did <laughs> anime seem, sex scene. Yeah. I mean, since I've had no experience with it, I it that part did seem that not that specific part, but the fact that they kept talking and bringing up sex mm-hmm. did seem like it was trying to gear towards fan service to me. Okay, but yeah. since I have no other experience, they with, did bring up sex a lot, almost a little too much. Yeah, where it's like that one. That wouldn't come up in, like, casual conversation. Sure, sure. But. Yeah. I feel like Mio was, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to, like, when the fiancé was like, have you guys had sex uh, yet? Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, well, why would you ask him yeah, that? Yeah, you know? that's true. And, I mean, I guess that makes sense about her character. Yeah. Because she's, she's nosy and jealous. Very, yeah, yeah. Obviously very jealous. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Um, And I think it's kind of like, a, I think it was her kind of being a little homophobic. Yeah. Where Probably. she's, like, prying into somebody's private sex life and yeah. also, like, as, like, a power move because then she's like, well, we've made love. Right. Like, yeah. he's gentle or whatever. Yeah. 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 So For sure. It's, yeah, it's not good. I thought that that scene was handled really well. The though. sex scene? I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, I didn't feel like the sex scene itself was overly sexualized. No. No. So that's kind of what I was. I was surprised at like how long, service. how long it went on for. Yeah. Have you but guys like, seen it wasn't... like sex scenes in anime before? He, here and there, not like this. but like not. Yeah, not like this. Like I feel like if Sweat and Soap were animated, I, mean, I feel like I you'd don't see it in that. Watch but... a whole lot of romance though. That's true. So and if I do, it's mostly like high schoolers, and I don't, I don't watch that shit. <laughs> right. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I but haven't. This I, is my first. Yeah, I have seen it in some anime, but not in this context. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking about when you said something about fan service. Oh, was like that sweat scene. and soap? Well, no, or, this, this. Oh, scene. no, no. I was thinking more of like they're just talking about sex a oh, okay. lot. And it's okay. like, like trying to give, for it. give the fans gotcha. something yeah. that way. Well, consensual quintuplets is that's fan service where it's like they draw panels for, right that's know. what i was thinking of as fan service yeah like, yeah i mean neither of them had big juicy butts no you know so or that we saw like and we didn't see them like packs like and... fucking pumping into each other right. or anything right. you know what i mean Christ. so like yeah i, I don't, don't want to see any Character pumping into anyone. <laughs> like, I really don't. <laughs> Pump it up, baby. Really don't. I read the fucking Nada, uh, Hinata X oh Naruto, and that was way too <laughs> much for me. Yeah. That was, oh my God. That was the worst thing I could have ever laid my eyes on. <laughs> I regret it every day. Oh God. Um. But yeah, so story, I think, was very beautiful. We did miss a lot. The animation was gorgeous. Same mm-hmm. thing with the music. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the cats incredible i love cats how like really most of the time they were like cuddling next to each other i think yeah, the cats like like, sim- like mirrored were, were, them a little or i think that they were like what they could be kind yeah. of like a step ahead yeah of, like everything that they were feeling in the moment like wanting to be close yeah the cats were always snuggling yeah. so yeah. it's like a yeah i thought that was cool it was really cute i um oh i forgot what i was gonna say keep going <laughs> Animation. Oh, uh, Mio wearing the fucking straw hat. Incredible. Yeah, you know that that's so you know that's a call out to Larry. And the fact that he was wearing his mom's bracelet. Too, oh my god, with that his was bracelet. so cute. Oh. And how um, Shun like kneeled down to her grave as well, and like yeah. paid respects as well. And then when they were getting up, when like his hat flew away, yes, he caught, he caught it. it, and he ah. was like, "I got you." And I was so like, cute. Oh, so cute. That yeah. is a very like a such a great wholesome moment. It because really was. It's like you feel like their relationship is very concrete. Yeah. yeah. I think that's so beautiful. And yeah. then when they're getting up to leave, he has like the gust of wind and he's like, Oh, like his, I, it was his parents. Yeah. 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 The gust of wind pushing him yeah. forward. That, that was, was so cute. Bleh, so I good. I know. Oh, it was about the story. I was going to say something about the story. As much as we lacked between, I feel like, their connection, like, we didn't get, like, a super deep connection mm-hmm. just because it was a movie and it was kind of fast, I think that the rest of the storytelling, like, where the yeah. story went was really good. Their yes. relationship was still believable, too. No, definitely. Even yeah. without context. Like, I still believed that they did yes. love each other. 100%. You know? So. 100%. 
Well, one of my favorite scenes is when they're fishing on the beach. Yeah. And Mio goes, I love you. And Shun goes, I love you. And he's like, say that again. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, say it again. And they yeah. start having this like, I love their dynamic. It was really sweet to see. Yeah. Very sweet. And I loved how Mio, like when Shun was, he was our, uh, the girl. What's the girl's name? Who knows? I don't even okay. remember. In the girl's name. Yeah. The ex-fiance. After she slapped him, Mio was like, Shun, you better... Or he's Shun had said something and Mio was like, you better take that back or whatever. And the girl had slapped him already. And mm-hmm. Mio kind of took that opportunity to like speak bluntly to Shun. And yeah. I, really, I really appreciated that because yeah. that kind of showed a little bit more into their relationship too where yeah. Shun can kind of you know, do something and it might not be okay, but Mia will still call him out on it kind yeah. of thing. So I, I liked that too. I, I liked how um you got it. Mio basically while he was like chasing the fiance, the fiance was like, Why why did you not convince him oh, yeah. to leave? Like like you have him. Was she gonna go like just plunge into the ocean? Maybe. I literally have no idea. Because that was weird. She was she like, was, she hugged that's up why her I skirt. was like, she's a psycho, and I was like, she's gonna drown Mio. She's gonna do something. Yeah. I mean, I think Mio obviously was the bigger person going after her, and he she was. was just like, yeah, you need to go to him. He needs you. Well, yeah. you know, need me. It's so strange. Well, it's not strange. It's beautiful that in this movie. Shun thinks that he's the mature one, but it's really Mio. Yeah. Even though Mio has that like lightheartedness, child, yes, like teenager attitude, he is by far way more. He's wise beyond his years for sure. Yeah, definitely. And it shows in moments like that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Shun can get kind of blindsided to his own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shun is always. You always see these little scenes where he's replaying. Yep. things in his head that people have said in the past. So yeah, that's what happens when you get stuck in the past. That's true. Move forward. Find yourself a nice man like Mio. Really? Good old Mio. Mm-hmm. Good old Mio. He's got the Mayo. <laughs> he had the fucking Aaron Yeager bun. He said, God damn. Mm-hmm. Love a good Aaron Yeager bun. You came back. You look great. He did it. Yes, he did. Aaron Yeager? No. Mio. Oh. Mio. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, 100%. He's also not psycho. I think Aaron's hot, though. <laughs> okay. Aaron's got, like, psycho eyes. He does. 100%. Oh, so, oh, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> well, any, any last thoughts on that? I think that this, this was a beautiful movie. It has definitely made me want to explore different LGBTQ formats. Yeah. Or films. Yeah. Or films, yeah. Manga. Or... And it's just the fact that we're, well, because it's not, we don't see a lot of representation in manga mm-hmm. or well, popular manga or anime right. in our point of view yeah. doesn't mean that it's not there and that it's not beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. so I really wanted to start doing a lot more research into it and kind of just educate myself because that art is valuable to us. Mm-hmm. 100%. Definitely. And it just reaches out to that community that has never been a marginal- in the spotlight yeah, before. A marginalized I mean, community, for yeah. sure. I'm hoping we get more and more of these manga because there's there's young kids that are into it and maybe they can identify with that and and finally see like oh there are people like me in these manga mm-hmm. you know yeah. because i feel like there's a handful of manga now that i can think of that are that deal with same sex and you you mm-hmm. see characters mm-hmm. um for sure throughout like your favorite series think of attack on titan for oh, one yeah ymir and krista yep mm-hmm. um and, and like i feel like ymir and, and krista is like the only example that's in like like high profile like really yeah. um popular oh, anime oh, oh Nanji is a they them yep hello and then <laughs> najimi from Komi me oh yes mm. that's a really big one yep. that is a really big one and um there is a character i don't personally watch it but in sailor moon there is one mm-hmm. oh yep there is a lesbian couple in psychopaths which is one of my favorite animes that's great yeah i feel like the... but like that's so small <laughs> no it is yeah. yeah i feel like the majority of the manga that i'm thinking of are male mm. um to two guys and i feel like the two women stories are the over sexualized ones like yes. the manga, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're always the wrapped ones at the mm-hmm. bookstore. Like it yeah. kind of it kind of makes me sad that that's there's all this, that um, we have for them. Like there's this anime called Citrus. Yes, and it's between two girls, yep. and I've heard that it's 
bad. Yeah. Like very toxic. Yeah. And I feel like that is kind of well, mostly what like lesbian manga is is kind of portrayed is as portrayed as is mm-hmm. very toxic and sexualized. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you kind of getting off of like manga, but if you look at porn, the porn industry, oh, yeah. lesbian porn is geared towards men. Yes. No, 100%. Unless Definitely. you go to like let's lesbian free porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in that instance, unless you go to reputable sources, which you should always go to and you should always pay for your porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, and I feel like it's made by men as well. Yep. Made by men That's for true. men. So, yeah. So, I, yeah. I would like to see a story like this with two women. What about yeah. the, 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 the blue bird one? Oh, blue. No, blue flag. No, the blue, the bluebird one, the two with the two girls and the bluebird. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my god, I'm gonna find it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the bluebird. Well, one. I think the blue flag one is is one as well, right? An LGBTQ. I have no idea. I think. Hmm. And I also ah, feel... Liz and the bluebird. Liz and the bluebird. Yeah. Hmm. Hold on, let me look it up. Is uh, interesting. It's a it's a film. Um, uh, best friends in their last year of high school realize there there is no such thing as being together forever, and it says. Oh, hmm. Okay. Queer baiting aside, watching Liz and the Bluebird as a gay person, you know it's a woman who loves women story of letting go and continuing to support the ones you love. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was like what I was going to say was that the, I guess, like LGBT representation, there is a lot of queer baiting. Like, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Free, the swim club anime that I've watched. Don't forget Naruto and Sasuke. Tons of queer baiting in that. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't do it on purpose. That's the difference. Is that um, he just hates women and doesn't <laughs> write them in the story. Yeah. So there's so a lot he made of Naruto and Sasuke kiss. Yes. Well, so Iwatobi Swim Club Free. Um, they it's you know like a fan servicey anime. Okay. But it's geared towards women. Mm. However, they hint at a lot of them being, like, I guess, homosexual. Okay. But it's never actually confirmed. Nothing mm. ever really happens. Oh, so they just so Yeah. So, and it's mostly be- for women to, like, swoon over. You know mm. what I mean? Where it's, like, nothing actually happens. That's um, Yeah. And I think this also happens in, oh, shit, what's it called? The new skateboard one that you, you yeah. watched. Um, where like Skate the infinity. Yes. The relationship between the two main guys mm-hmm. is kind of queer baiting a little bit because yeah. like it looks like that they're going to be in a relationship, but then nothing ever happens. Yeah. There's also so it, it's like stuff like that that happens a lot in anime. Yeah, there's also a little bit of um like the quote unquote villain in that I think could be seen as someone that like participates in drag or, you know, one way or another. Like mm-hmm. it's it's also kind of like not confirmed but i feel like yeah that, and like, in that aspect as well yeah in that show at least because lgbtq can also kind of be like a punchline of a joke in anime yep. so yeah yeah i agree so i also not talking about anime at all <laughs> but with the lgbtq community in um western you know over here in the united states the new buzz light year movie mm-hmm. just came out and there's a, a kissing scene between two men wait really apparently oh i never thought disney would do that yeah so there i don't i think it's quick well i don't know the issue though is that they never fully commit to like having well no and i don't think they because well the reason why is because china will not allow like oh that's anything of the sort so all they have to do is cut that one scene out that's true and then they're good that's true so they will never like fully commit to yeah. having like real representation because of that. Well, and not even that. Like, I think it was Chris Evans because I think he might voice someone in that. I don't know if he's he does. Bu- he I don't voices. know if he's Buzz or not. But he does. Okay. Yeah. So he in interviews, of course, people ask him about that scene, and he's like, honestly, I wish people wouldn't ask me about it. I wish it wasn't a topic that we needed to talk about. I yeah. wish it was just something that happened, and we don't need to bring it up and talk about it at every you know what I mean like yeah it's such a small part of the movie why do we have to pay attention to that because it's different yeah because it's between two men like you don't have to bring it like he's like I wish people would stop asking me about it just because it's I'd wish it wasn't a topic mm-hmm. I wish it wasn't something that we needed to talk about like no. just have it be like every, every other yeah. yeah yeah you don't well, talk would about be nice you know you don't talk about opposite sex couples kissing 
for no. two seconds in a so movie. So why does it matter that two men kiss? It literally doesn't. It doesn't. The so, drama. It really is. They live so, for the drama, I mean, darling. That was just another instance that I saw in, you know, our, our Western yeah. uh, media as well. So yeah. it can be very toxic, but I, I appreciate this movie and I, I think it's pushing us forward. Mm-hmm. I agree. Even if even if little by little, I think there's definitely more and more LGBTQ media, like you were saying, coming yeah. out. It is definitely growing, that is for sure, which is awesome. We love to and see I it. hope it's and I hope it's like true to like some people's experiences, you know, because yeah. I feel like you get you get a little bit of the you know through Shun's eyes how uh, you know he almost got married to a woman because he was so ashamed of being gay you know so I hope that that's accurate and I hope that you know obviously I can't really speak on that because I'm married to a man so I'm a straight white woman but I hope that it's doing good things for the LGBTQ community well the more that you talk about things and show experiences whether it be in like Mm -hmm. a digital format or what a live action Mm -hmm. that's gonna resonate with somebody the more you normalize it 100% better it gets yeah so I agree cool yeah well we would love to hear your thoughts on the stranger by the shore you can find it on which I'm sorry (laughs) I just realized was he even a stranger uh not really in the beginning but the grandma was like yeah you know that boy Yeah. yeah but he's like I mean just because I know somebody I went to high school with doesn't mean that I know them they're practically a stranger i know their name sure i suppose you work with plenty of guys out in the mill i know them all you know them personally they're stranger to you you don't know fine anyway continue if you'd like to did you hear my stomach yeah (laughs) i did if you would like to let us know if you think he was really a stranger by the shore, <laughs> you can feel free to follow us on Instagram at the I'm host gonna club. Create a poll. Was he a stranger? <laughs> or was he not a stranger? I'll do it for or you. Or count. Give us some more um, recommendations for you know reading, watching for the LGBTQ. Community. Yeah. We would love. It. We would love to expand I really wanna, our horizons. I really want to read the one um, my brother's husband or something. It was something like that. Mm. I think it's called My Brother's Husband. Ooh. It looks super cute. Yeah, love that. I would love to. Uh, personally, I'd love to have our followers give us recommendations. Yes, hundred percent. You know, I trust you guys and I love you guys. So we love you. Beep, 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 beep. So you can feel free to give us some recs or go do Kelsey's poll by following our personal Instagrams. You can hit up Kelsey at uh, I am Kelsey Lee 48 L-E-I-G-H and you could go hit up Sydney with my brother's husband Yeah, uh, and tell her all about it. <laughs> yeah, if you've read it. Yeah, if you've read it, you can follow her on Instagram at uh, Sydney Lane J underscore S-Y-D-N-E-Y-L-A-I-N-E J underscore and you could follow me if you feel so inclined. I am Beth underscore 90. But until then, we will talk to you next week. And thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.